Hey y'all, you're listening to Link in the Chain, a bi-weekly podcast that aims to reveal the depth and vastness of hip-hop one episode at a time. We take our favorite methodologies, albums, artists, and songs and strip them to their core, figuring out what exactly makes them so magnetic. I'm your host, Jillian Grace. Let's get started. I'm just doing what Pete did for me. Pete Brain did for me and what James Brown did for them. It's still just a fan of forward. I just always look at it as a link in the chain, man. Like, it's a link in the chain. Hey, friends. What's up? (laughs) Whether you found this podcast through your dashboard or through social media or you're just a lover of hip-hop or you know you're a lover of Jillian and you are doing your friendly duty of making sure that somebody listens to this. (laughs) This is Link in the Chain and I am so happy that you are here embarking on this journey with me. Before we get started, I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself, why we're here, and what inspired me to start this podcast. I'm Jillian Grace, a 26-year-old based in Harlem from Cleveland, Ohio. I lived in D.C. for about seven years and attended the illustrious, (laughs) the Mecca, the alma mater of your vice president, okay, let's let's be clear about that, (laughs) the one and only Howard University. I studied jazz voice and graduated in 2018. I currently live in New York, working on my MM at Manhattan School of Music. Both of my degrees are in jazz voice, but I've always had a passion for analysis. I'm a bit of a late bloomer when it comes to my love for hip-hop. My father is a pastor and has been for 20 years now, and so hip-hop wasn't the music that filled my house growing up. It was more sounds of artists like the Clark Sisters, Donald Lawrence, Ty Tribbett, and, you know, the OG church kids, like the real church kids, like, y'all know Ty Tribbett, GA, Soundcheck. (laughs) We all wanted to be a part of that group so bad. But anywho, that's what my childhood consisted of. It wasn't until the summer before seventh grade that I was actually introduced to hip-hop. One day, my sister and I were at my aunt and uncle's home, and my uncle had this massive entertainment system that surrounded his flat screen. It was filled with all different types of CDs and DVDs and movies, and me, being a nosy child, (laughs) stumbled upon Idlewild starring Andre 3000 and Big Boy, better known as the hip-hop duo Outkast. So I proudly present this DVD to my uncle, right? And he takes a second and looks at it, and then he looks at me, and then he looks back down at it, and then he looks at me again. And he asked me if I was allowed to watch it, and of course, I lied. (laughs) I didn't even know what the DVD was, but I knew that it was something special, and it was something that I didn't want to miss. But what I didn't know in that moment was that those 90 or so minutes would forever change my life. I was intrigued by it all, the music, the dancing, the costumes, the rapping. I immediately became engulfed with all things Outkast, specifically Andre. I was constantly looking up his lyrics and reciting them as Bible verses. On MySpace, I was Miss Andre Lauren Benjamin, and you couldn't tell me different. (laughs) That was my man, okay? That was my husband. (laughs) And you know what? It wasn't as if I hadn't heard hip-hop before. As a black kid living in Cleveland with acts like Bone and Cuddy literally in my backyard, it's kind of hard to escape it. 
but it was the first time that I felt seen by an artist. The summer that I found Outkast was also a huge year for hip hop. It was 2007, and rappers were getting into their rock star bag with songs like Party Like a Rockstar by the Shop Boys. Kanye and 50 went head to head with highly anticipated album drops. Chow, International Players Anthem even dropped, which that is the song that's going to be played on repeat at my wedding. So if my future husband is listening, you know, learn them lyrics, child. <laughs> but all of this music absolutely and undeniably engulfed me. And from there, as they say, the rest is history. Why am I doing this? Why a podcast? Well, I have decided to document my deep love for this music form through a podcast for a couple of reasons. As I said earlier, I have always been deeply enamored with analysis and hip-hop. Link in the Chain was actually a concept that I had for an online journal in 2020 at the height of the pandemic, or Panasonic, or Paralegal, or <laughs> however, <laughs> I'm sorry, however you choose to define COVID-19, whatever. I was looking for a publication that I could glean from and figure out a proper way to present my thoughts to the general public, but I couldn't find anything. I also realized that these resources and these findings that I had come across weren't exactly tangible or accessible to the general public. Another reason as to why I'm doing this, a big reason to be honest, is because this field of music nerds is predominantly made up of white cisgender men. More specifically, <laughs> hip-hop analysis is predominantly made up of white cisgender men. And don't get me wrong, the work that is being done by these guys is incredible. Their work is important and has inspired me to delve into work of my own. But at the end of the day, I'm a firm believer that black women have and forever will be the backbone of hip hop and black music. I'm embarking on this journey because I hope and pray that it will allow a shift in narrative that our community so deeply deserves. A narrative that does not exclude black women, but gives them a seat at the table. So each episode, I'll cover topics that are near and dear to my heart. It could be anything from a method largely used in hip-hop, a song that has absolutely taken over my life, or an album that has forever changed it for the best. I'll break them down and reveal, in short, what makes them so doggone good. <laughs> I must say that this venture is very intimidating for me. I have often found myself drowning in imposter syndrome, self-doubt, and questions like, Will anybody even listen to this? <laughs> Why would they listen to this when XYZ's out there? All these questions. And you know what? I can't guarantee an audience, sponsors, ads, or any other thing that comes with the glamorous life of podcasting will even come. Child, I can't even guarantee that I'm the best source for this information. But what I can guarantee is that this podcast, these episodes, will be both authentic and genuine. I also have to remind myself often that McDonald's didn't stop Five Guys or Burger King or Swenson's, which my Cleveland homies, y'all know is good with Swenson's. <laughs> but no one has the perspective or the delivery or anything that is uniquely mine. And so as I create this work, I hope that it resonates with you and inspires you to go after your dreams, your passion projects, or whatever it is that you feel you've been placed on this earth to do. So yeah, this is Link in the Chain, new episodes 
every other Wednesday. Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you. Wait, I hope to hear you. Child, I'll see y'all next week. Ha, ha, ha.